0: Hey, welcome to number 94. We are getting there. So close to 100, I can almost taste it. Well, let's get it going. Let the good times roll. This episode of the Scope Podcast is once again brought to you by Scott Flaw Brewing Company. Love my Scott Flaw family. Uh, Matt cannot keep those seltzers on the shelf. They are selling like crazy. If you haven't had one of those seltzers, get over there and try it. You got the peach seltzer, lime, Several different flavors. Women love them, obviously. My girlfriend can't stop drinking them. Uh, I'm not a big seltzer fan, but I, I really like theirs. It's really good. Also, my personal favorite, the Scofflaw Stout. That's over there. They're tapping that. So get over there and have a beer, man. And they got some cool events coming up February 14th. Scofflaw Brewing Pint Night. A little Valentine's Day action. Get the lady a little tipsy, and maybe she'll give you the... Uh, Something in the bedroom that she hasn't given you in a long time. That happens at Old Fountain Tavern in Decula, February 22nd. I love this about Scofflaw. They hold so many great events for great causes. It's their third annual Fuck Cancer event. That, of course, happens at the brewery. And then on February 26th, the Scofflaw Stride. You meet at the brewery, you run three miles, you finish it off by getting drunk. Scofflaw always has some cool stuff going on. It's a great brewery, great people. Love the success they're having and always thank them for sponsoring this podcast. All right. Number 94 features Jackson Foster of Student Driver. I didn't like having another Jackson on the podcast. I almost changed his name to Greg or Patrick or something like that. But the dude is cool. He's 18 years old. He's more mature at 18 than I am now at 30. Really pisses me off. Kept looking at my girlfriend, too. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. My girlfriend wasn't on the interview, but that was because she was staying with me that night. I'm joking, Jackson. I know you weren't hitting on my girlfriend. Great guy. Uh, Love the success that the band is having for so young. Like I said, I think the oldest member is 19. The youngest one's a sophomore in high school. And we talk a lot about, uh, we talk about a lot of really cool stuff, including him camping out in front of the Tabernacle for a week, trying to get a show with either Seven Dust or Lint Biscuit. Uh, We talk house shows balance of homework versus the van. A lot of really cool stuff. I really enjoyed this episode, really enjoyed getting to know Mr. Foster of Student Driver. So let's kick off number 94 of the podcast featuring Student Driver. All right, once again, step into my world. I'm psyched. Let's go.
1: Now It was like you were contradicting yourself almost because you were like, yeah, I'm enjoying it so much, but y'all should go drink.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm totally going to stick to soda water, but grab the beer. It's amazing. Yeah, I know Matt, Matt, the owner of the brewery. Uh, We're already going, so get the mic to you. Um, Hello. Hello, sir. Yeah, it was kind of weird at first. I did feel weird, like. I would do a post at the brewery, being like, "Hey, look at here! All these beers on tap. Come grab you on this weekend." And then I'd do it, follow it up with a post. I fucking love being sober. This <laughs> is the best. <laughs> Fuck beer. Yeah, it, it was Fuck funny drinking. to see the contradiction <laughs> between to, <laughs> just between each post. It, it was uh, it was interesting towing the line. Yeah, but I think I did it pretty well. I mean, I and I, every time I posted, I did a sober post. I'd be like, "Hey, this is in no way anything against drinking." Yeah, I'm just doing this as a trial for myself. Yeah, no. It I seemed mean, like you enjoyed it though, it was, dude. It was incredible. So I, in month one, obviously you don't drink. You're 18, right? Uh, we, <laughs> we keep it lawful on the Scovet podcast. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, but in month one, my sugar cravings were out the roof. Mm-hmm. I, I, uh, I went through a box of cocoa puffs in about four hours. Oh wow. Yeah, I had a cocoa <laughs> puffs obsession.
1: I in the morning, I just about eat a whole box of cinnamon toast crunch or like. I'd say I eat half a box every morning. It is not a healthy habit that no, I have no. started, and I'm gonna have to try and shake that. I Monday through Friday before school. That's that's all. That's all I have. Are you a high five. school student? Yeah, senior, senior in high school. Wow, what high school? <laughs> I go to Roswell High School, which is uh in Roswell. All right, <laughs> so you're a senior
0: in high school. You're interviewing with a radio personality. I am. You're killing
1: it. Yeah, thanks, man. Thank you for having me on the show.
0: Of course. All right, so you're a senior now. I was a senior, and I graduated high school in the fall of 2007.
1: Wait, but I thought you were 28? I'm 30. Oh, okay. Because I was like, wait a minute. That would have been 2010. What made you think I was 28? I, I don't know. I felt like I heard that somewhere. Oh. Heard of the rumblings. So Once again, you could have just went with it. You'd have been like, yeah, I'm 28. Yeah, man, I'm still in my <laughs>
0: dirty 20s, you know what I'm saying? No, we had my uh, 30th birthday bash uh, on my 30th birthday in June mm-hmm. at Smith's Old Bar. Yeah. Three bands played it from the podcast, and Scofflaw sponsored it. Oh, cool. I mean, I'm still, I mean, Aisha will go. Was it like upstairs? or? Yeah, it was upstairs. Sweet. Yeah, and uh, I was packed out and... Um, I'm still meeting people to this day. They'll be like, "Dude, your party was insane." I'm like, "I don't remember you being there." Like, <laughs> I remember, and I also emceed it with my then associate at the time, assistant mm-hmm. I had on the podcast. And by the time Greco, the headliner, went up, good mm-hmm. buddies of mine, I was like, "Oh, everybody, <laughs> coming out on, my birthday, I'm Jackson Heaton."
1: <laughs> but
0: yeah, for your thirty, you got to go all out.
1: Yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, we played up there one time. Uh, the band. And um, like I remember it was twelve thirty on a weeknight or something, and Smith's old bar wouldn't let us bring anyone under eighteen. Mm-hmm. So we couldn't get anyone to go and I don't know like what they were expecting. It was pretty funny. It was just us playing to an empty room. But the other times we played there though have been a blast. We play downstairs in the Atlanta room mm-hmm. and it's always a good time. Like and that room is so cool. You can like because it's a smaller room, so you can pack that room out so easily.
0: Oh, it's, but, I mean, Smith's Old Bar is, it's like my home away from home in yeah. Atlanta. It's where I emcee the most concerts. It's where I go. Yeah. just a cool fucking spot. No, it's awesome. Yeah. And you don't, you don't feel bad about playing the the smaller room downstairs just because of the way it's laid out. And like you said, if you can pack out the, you the know, I, room. I
1: prefer the smaller room over the larger one. Like just because it's, it's so many people in there oh. or like it's more tight. If that makes sense.
0: Where, uh, where else do you play as a new metal band in Atlanta?
1: <laughs> we play at, um, we play at the masquerade a good bit. Um, we play we play a lot of house shows since we're still in high school. I want to go to a house show yeah. of yours. Hey, we've got one uh, Kapoor and I wanna house. I want to MC it. I want to I want to host it. Yes, yeah, I can set that up. I can make that happen. I've got always one. wanted to host a house show, man. Yeah, we've got one on the twenty second, um, February, January, February, yeah, February twenty second at uh, Kapoor, This uh, guy Sam Kapoor. He's he has like house shows every few months, and uh, he calls it Kapoor House. And um it's always a good time. It's one of our favorite spots to play, like even more so than the venues. Now let's um, get to
0: the real nitty-gritty mm-hmm. of these house shows. With a bunch of high school students there, is there the alcohol? <laughs> is there
1: sometimes sometimes there is, sometimes there isn't. Um the last one I I was told there would be alcohol, so I kind of used that as a promotion. But then at the last minute, they were like, No, there's no alcohol. So I had all these people like show up asking me, like, Jackson, where's the alcohol? I was like, I don't know, where is it? I'm (laughs) just
0: I wanted I almost decided to change your name just for the podcast. Like, you know, because this is my podcast. And you know, it says with Jackson (laughs) Heaton. Change my name. I wanted to call you like Patrick or Greg or something, but then out of respect for what you do, I can't let people think your name is not what it actually is.
1: In the voicemail, you left me, which I'd also like to talk about (laughs) because that was hilarious. But I noticed you referred to me as Mr. Foster. Like you didn't want to say Jackson. No, I'm right.
0: not. I'm not gonna say it. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not. <laughs> gonna, I'm, I'm gonna call you Foster. No, I don't.
1: Foster. What's going on? How are you? I did go by Foster for a little bit with some of my friends, but then uh, we had a guitar player for a little while whose name was Foster. So that was uh, confusing because yeah. we were both going by Foster. That was a but. great voicemail, though. I was yeah, very
0: that, proud. Then, who, who was I? Was Tim from Heating and Cooling Systems? T-
1: no, no, it wasn't even <laughs> system. It was just Heating and Cooling. There was... <laughs>
0: That's a terrible business name.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you were trying to sell me uh, an air conditioning unit and a heater at the same time, I think. Because I didn't want your instruments
0: to get, you know.
1: Re- yeah, destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> what did you say, though? You said, um, I won't screw you over. I, I won't do that because my, my name's Tim. And you said, I'm a something. <laughs> I'm a gem. I'm a gem. My, my okay, name is that's Tim, what and I'm
0: a gem. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, I I, uh, played it for my friends because at first it sounds like, because I I hadn't heard, I hadn't seen your phone number before. So at first I thought it was like an actual uh, thing and I was like, this is weird. And then so I played it to my friends later and I like tried to give them the impression and they were looking at me like, what, what is this? And then you start laughing like (laughs) halfway through it. (laughs) It's pretty funny. You saved that voicemail. That's a good voicemail. Yeah, I have it saved. And I was going to ask you actually, I want to, in our new songs, I want to start like sampling of like funny voicemails I get from mm-hmm. people. Like that's something I've been thinking about. And then a day after I had that idea, I got that from you. So <laughs> if, with your permission, oh, I'd of love, course, yeah, I'd love to use it in uh, a
0: song. I'll have I wait till I leave you one of my famous <laughs> in Spanish voicemails.
1: You now? Do you speak Spanish? I or? do. <laughs> that is pretty cool. My not dad like speaks one, Spanish.
0: Not one hundred percent fluently, but <laughs> enough to to uh, converse.
1: I can, like, say, hello, how are you, in Spanish. Muy
0: too. <laughs> or hola, como esta? And then, yeah, uh, then I, you'd say that. I will admit, though, we are proving something here. What is And that? I'm going to say it one time, Jackson. Uh, <laughs> we're proving one thing, just how damn good-looking Jacksons are. I, I just, know, right? I mean, I just want to, like, like just take pictures with you and, like, create a <laughs> Facebook page, Jackson and Jackson. <laughs> Man, so you must, uh, you, you go to Roswell High School, and how long has Student Driver been a band?
1: Student Driver has been a band since late 2017, technically, but this lineup, I'd say, we've been, I'd say, beginning of 2019. Wow, or no, no, no. the end of 2018, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, still, that's young.
1: Yeah, uh, I've been pretty happy with what we've been able to do. Um, granted, we're not famous, obviously, but... Uh, I feel like we've definitely made some waves here in the Atlanta scene, and uh, I've been pretty happy with that because we're comp- we're up against bands who are like adults, and they're putting all their time into it, and yet we're all in high school and we're keeping up with them. So that's a pretty cool thing for me.
0: Um, so how do you, how do what's the balance of homework versus band practice?
1: Oh, there's no homework completion. So <laughs> I I put most of my time into the band and then school kind of falls behind a little bit. Are you going to go to college? I am. I'm actually, um, I'm looking at a few. I got into Georgia State, Kennesaw, and Belmont. I really want to go to Berkeley, though. Berkeley College of Music in Boston. Wow. But, uh, yeah, I actually just had my audition the other day. I do not think it went that well. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it was cool, though. Uh, If I do get in there, I don't know what's going to happen to the band, though, because I won't be here.
0: Yeah. I I graduated from state.
1: Oh, you Uh, did? I'm a Panther alum. And now, how was it? Should I? Oh, be going Georgia
0: State's incredible. I will. I loved going to school in downtown Atlanta. I mean, just the vibe, the culture down there. Um, yeah, there's there's nothing like it.
1: Yeah, and th- that's what I was thinking. I definitely want to go to school <clears throat> in a city. And like, I got into Kennesaw, but I don't really even. I haven't even considered that because mm-hmm. it's. I don't know. It just seems kind of boring. No offense to all my friends at Kennesaw, but uh, it does not seem that fun because it's it's just in Kennesaw. It's not in Atlanta.
0: Yeah, but, like, I went, I did my last two years of college at Georgia State. Mm-hmm. And so by the time I got there, you know, I was able to drink. So we had bars right outside of right. our classrooms. And in between class, we'd go watch a Hawks game because it was, you know, just a, walk, a short walk away. Yeah. Oh, it was the
1: best. Yeah, that yeah Georgia State's a cool place. No, where'd you go your
0: first two years, though? Started at Young Harris up in North Georgia, where mm-hmm. I'm from, Blairsville. Oh, cool. Uh,
1: yeah, I saw when you called me, it was a Blairsville number. No, yeah. no. <laughs> And
0: uh, then I went down to Athens for three years, and surprisingly, my first five years in radio were spent as a sports broadcaster, so I did UGA football and basketball play-by-play down there.
1: Oh, cool. Did you do, like—now, in high school, did they uh, have—where you went, did they have, um, like, a school news thing? Yeah, like uh, like a paper? No, well— Like a school paper? This may be— just something my generation has. Oh, he's calling
0: us old. He's calling us. The old jokes are starting. No, but they've got Fuck
1: me. We've got like a TV show every Friday where it's like news. Like oh, from yeah. School. My high school had that. Yeah. 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 Did you do uh, sports um, in high school or now? Did I play sports? No, I mean, like, did you uh, broadcast them?
0: When I when we had that and I came from Union County, let me uh make that clear. So the broadcast equipment we had was subpar and no, we didn't do any of that. I don't think I don't think we knew people knew how to run it, we just didn't have the money to pay for it. Yeah, I got you. I think we had still a nineteen seventy porn camera that was used on an old porn <laughs> set in the seventies that was probably donated. <laughs> but so uh going to high school and being in a band that's up and coming here in Atlanta, must be pretty well with the
1: ladies. Yeah. Uh, well, I have a girlfriend right now, so uh, I- Get I'm rid of her. To... Stay single. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I've had to turn down a few of the ladies. But yeah, I could, I'm pretty uh, satisfied with- Yeah. You know.
0: But now, now, as, a lot of, as I'll tell a lot of bands, get into playing music for the right reasons for it. Mm. You know, the business aspect, not just fucking party and, you know, chicks all the time. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, and I, and I'm not just saying this for the the podcast, uh, I do not drink whatsoever, um, nothing against anyone who does or anything, but I just, my parents have kind of showed me what not to do with uh, their own, you know, addictions, yeah. <laughs> so I've kind of steered clear and uh, I feel like I'm able, I feel like if I was on, if I was drinking or if I was on drugs, really drugs more, that would be a problem. But uh, if I I'm on doing- drugs
0: right now, what are you saying? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> but I'm able to definitely, I wouldn't be able to put all this focus into the band that right. I do now. But yeah. So how
0: has the, like, I know, uh what are some other bands that are new metal here in Atlanta? Nobody. They all, they all play with. Um, so, okay, y'all decided to be a band. Like, well, rock's really popular right now, but Fuck. It's been dead for like 15 years, Well let's go with new metal. Let's be a new metal band. Let's do it. Let's yeah, bring it back.
1: The guys in the band call me uh, Fred Durst wannabe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. I can see that from your videos. But you kill yeah. it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I try. <laughs> I definitely, I like Limp Biscuit a lot. People give me shit for that. Or am I allowed to curse on here? Of course. All right, cool. I've said um, fuck like five times. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, people give me people give me shit about uh, liking Limp Biscuit. but I think it's one of the dopest bands around. And uh, when they hear our music, they're like, this is like Rage Against the Machine. And I'm like, no, man, I'm going for the Limp biscuit vibe. And they're like, no, I, re- I think you're trying to say Rage Against the Machine. Like, they try and save me from that humiliation. but <laughs> they're,
0: I, they're trying to help you.
1: Yeah, they're trying to help me. I'm like, no, man, I'm going for, limp- I'm limping with the biscuit. I'm limping with the <laughs> biscuit.
0: Well, did you hear that uh, Kobe Bryant died today?
1: I did. That was pretty sad. Yeah, like, It was like a helicopter crash. Yeah, right? yeah.
0: I mean, that was like... When I was growing up, especially, that was the guy you watched. You know, Jordan? Yeah. You had Jordan, and then you had Kobe come along, and just proves how fragile life is. I mean— I
1: know. It's upsetting. You never know, like, when it's your last day.
0: I mean, that guy was worth $500 million. You think he's, like, you know, untouchable and uh, has everything in life and then gets taken down by a a helicopter that he's taken numerous and numerous amounts of times.
1: Yeah. Do we know exactly, like, how it happened yet? No, it's still
0: ongoing, but, you know, his 13-year-old on the plane— Oof. And died. They were on their way to a basketball practice, but that's just that's just super sad. I just didn't know if you had heard about that.
1: Yeah, no, it's sad. I heard about it earlier today.
0: But all right, so one thing I wanted to ask you, and I haven't uh, asked you yet, how was the camping out of the masquerade? <laughs> you idiot! Uh, well, the ca-
1: the camping out was at the tabernacle. <laughs> Tab- um You said the masquerade. No, 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 no. We play at the masquerade sometimes, but the the goal was. Um, we wanted to pick two bands that we really wanted to play with, and we thought Limp Bizkit, because we've already covered that I like Limp Bizkit, and uh, Seven Dust, because they're from Atlanta, mm-hmm. and me and the other guys in the band love their music. And so we were like, all right, we're going to camp out at the Tabernacle until one of them comes, to the sh- uh, comes and plays a show with us there. Granted, it, it did not work, of course, but uh, it was a really cool experience. We got a lot of promotion from it, and uh, I met a lot of homeless people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but they were... The homeless people, I'm telling you, some of them are like the nicest people you will meet. Um, it was a cool, it was definitely a cool experience. So no, you didn't get the show
0: with uh, Seven Dust. No, members. we did not get the show, but you <laughs> did meet, you did meet uh, one of Seven Dust members. I,
1: yeah. So what happened was I camped out there for a, about a week, and then um, Seven Dust had a show at the end of the week in Athens. That's so I drove year. out there with um, our drummer Alan. And uh, him and his dad, we went out to the show cause they're big seven Dust fans. And uh, I, w- they went home after the show like normal people do. <laughs> but I, I waited outside until like two in the morning and I met uh LeJon and he looked at me like, wait a minute, you look familiar. And I was like, I was like, yeah, I'm the dude who's been uh, camping outside the tabernacle. And he's like, Oh my God. Like he knew who I was. So it was pretty cool, but it was, it was definitely a cool experience meeting him. And, uh, Morgan Rose, their drummer, actually commented on our post. So hopefully uh, next time they come to Atlanta, we'll get to open for them, but we'll see.
0: Gosh, that would be a huge deal. Open for seven. That would be pretty cool. And then did you get on stage with, what are they called, Head PE? Yeah, e? Head PE. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, that was a dream of mine uh, that finally came true. I, like They're one of my favorite bands. I'm actually wearing their merch mm. right now. Um but yeah, they brought, what happened was we opened for them at this venue called Furnace 41. It's like in Jonesboro. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was thrilled just to be opening for them. And then they really, their drummer, Trauma, super cool dude. He really liked our set and he, uh, they offered for us to come up or for me to come up and do uh, their song Raise Hell with them. It was a blast. I yeah. loved it. It was like something I had dreamed of for a long time.
0: See, one thing I really respect, and I have turned down a lot of young people that Mm -hmm. wanted to come on.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me uh, on, by the way. Because when I first reached out to you, I wasn't even 18 yet. I was 17.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm a pedophile here. (laughs) No, um, so I've turned down a lot. But one thing that stuck out to me about you was, one, I liked your personality. I liked the work ethic that I saw and your messages. You seem much more mature than I was at eighteen. I mean Trust uh, me, I'm not, but thank you. <laughs> I mean, you have a uh, quite a head on your shoulders and but no, man, I'm I'm super proud because you're you know, getting up there with head they sang a song back in the day, head PE Bartender. I, no.
1: I just want your company. No?
0: No. Uh <laughs> that's like
1: their big song. It was now.
0: like I've, it's on one of my computers. I am going to have to find it and okay. send it to you. But that's a big deal at 18 years old. There's a lot of bands that I know here right now in the scene that you know are still working for stuff like that.
1: Yeah, thank. You. I really, I really appreciate it. I just uh, do my best each day, and I try and make things happen. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, well, I what don't know. What, I
0: just try to make things happen. I just try to make things happen. <laughs> <laughs> so what?
1: Where, do y'all play outside of well, Atlanta? Is my hair sticking up right now like real oh, crazy? It's great great all right it's That if nice little cool head of hair that I once had <laughs> and
0: I'm just, uh, so jelly so where do y'all play outside of Atlanta or do you at all
1: uh no we we do we went we went to Chattanooga recently we played a show that was a bus there was like no one there but we actually we drove up to Syracuse New York for a weekend and uh we had school you know we had school that Friday and then we had school on Monday and so we drove, I think it's 970 miles uh, there and back all in one weekend. Oh and we played a show in this basement uh, <laughs> and they called it the hot box. Uh, although there was no, there was no drugs there, surprisingly, despite <laughs> the name. But uh, the, <laughs> so when, okay, this is a little bit of a story, but when we book stories, yeah, when we booked the show, the, and I guess he's probably going to listen to this, but I think he's figured it out by now but the guy who we booked it with, he thought we were all 18 and which was partly true. Most of our guys were, but then some of the members changed before the show. And then I found myself in a situation where this guy thought we were all 18 and we were really 15, 16 and 17. And so we had this dilemma on our hands cause we didn't know whether to drive all the way up there and risk being like not getting able to play. And, um, but anyways, we did it and it, it, I don't, I guess he figured out, I don't know if he figured it out, but it it went pretty well, and it was a good show, and uh, we actually made friends with um, a band called Buggin' Out. They're like total Rage Against the Machine vibe. They're awesome, and I actually set them up with a show down here. They came down, but no, we we went there, and then uh, it was like this college frat house, um, and we played in the basement, and then we slept upstairs in the attic, and the attic wasn't even finished yet. Like, there was, like, insulation coming out of the walls. They were in the middle of remodeling it. And when we got off stage or when we got to bed, by the time we got to bed, it was, like, 2 in the morning, and we had to wake up, and this was a Saturday night. We had to wake up at 4 in the morning to drive back all the way to Atlanta <laughs> in one day. So we got we got roughly 7 hours of sleep that whole trip, and we drove for about, like, 30 hours. Wow. So, yeah. But I'd do it again, though. It was fun. <laughs>
0: So I mean we we of course have Jackson Foster here. We haven't uh said who we're missing from student driver.
1: Oh yeah, we have okay, so we've got our drummer, Alan, he's the youngest of us all of them all. And uh he <clears> is <throat> in he it's his sophomore year. Good he goes God. to school. And, yeah, he's the youngest. And he goes to school in uh Swanee. And then we've got Steven and Ryan. They're the bass player and guitar player. And, uh, they go to Lanier High School in Sugar Hill. And then, uh, we've got Carter, Carter Burrell, and he's actually our oldest member. He's older than me. He's 19 and he goes to Gwinnett Tech. So he's in college. Oh, the college man. The
0: one college man
1: in the band. Yeah.
0: So they're not here. You want to talk shit about him? <laughs> Let's talk a lot of shit. No. <laughs> so you must have very supportive parents then.
1: I do. My parents are pretty awesome. Um, it's a, little, it's a little hard to convince the other parents to do some of this stuff. Like our Syracuse trip uh, was definitely hard to convince them. But uh, no, my parents and all the other parents, no offense, they are very supportive. I'm not trying to like <clears throat> disrespect them in any way. And my parents are awesome. Definitely. And yeah, they just like believe, I guess they believe in the dream. So I would, I
0: would say what got you into music, but I'm thinking Lent Biscuit was what got you into music.
1: Well, it was Rage Against the Machine for a little... I got into like pop music when I was a little kid and like the Black Keys and stuff, which is... I all still I still love all that. And then I got into Rage Against the Machine and they were my favorite band for like four years, uh, three or four years. And then I got I got turned on to The Biscuit. The Biscuit.
0: The <laughs> I mean, Empire of the Sun is one of my favorite albums of all time. Oh,
1: yeah. Ever... So, okay, here's my thing with Rage Against the Machine, and I love all their music, so I'm not putting it down in any way, but I feel like every album sounded the same. I feel like there wasn't much contrast between any of them, Yeah, if that makes sense. Um, but no, it was all really good, and we actually play Killing in the Name all the time at our shows. Yeah, you should. You gotta come out, you gotta come
0: check out. I wanna it out. come see some Student Driver. <laughs> no, so I went to see Foo Fighters uh, back when the Super Bowl was here in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, Foo Fighters put on a show at Atlantic Station one of the, probably one of the greatest concerts I've ever, I've ever seen because they did Queen Under Pressure cover and brought out Zach Brown from the Zach Brown Band Roger Taylor from Queen and Tom Morello. Oh, cool. And that was just mind-blowing. I was about as high as all get out on that. But
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Student Driver uh, actually has beef with Tom Morello. <laughs> why? Or <laughs> he has beef with us <laughs> because um. <laughs> Tom Morello, uh likes to uh on social media he'll like to um call people out or like getting a little few because like, people will like say stupid comments to Tom Morello, and he'll like roast them like someone said that he had no uh business in politics and he was like oh i went to harvard for uh political science or something but hmm. so that's i thought that's it though isn't it wait what he didn't go to Harvard? No, he did. He did go to Harvard. Tom Morello went to Harvard. Yeah, he did. So he wow. roasted the fuck out of them. Oh, wow. But uh, I thought one night before I went to bed, I was like, you know what? I bet Tom Morello will respond to me on Instagram if I roast him. And I love Tom Morello's music. <laughs> it was just really funny. I said, I commented, is Prophets of Rage even a thing still? And then he was like, yo. Like, I woke up in the morning and he had responded. He was like, Yeah, we played to a million people. Um, but yeah, it was just funny. <laughs> at least he wrote back yeah he wrote back so that was pretty cool (laughs) (coughs) (laughs) alright got the coops
0: alright what song would have been great if it had been tweaked
1: Out of like by Rage Against the Machine any song uh, Revolving Door by Crazy Town that you know the you know Crazy Town they're the they do come my lady come come my lady that song you my
0: butterfly sugar
1: but yeah, and they're like a one-hit wonder. But I I love a lot of their other music too, even like no one knows who it is, um, or what no one's heard any of their other music. But they've got a song called Revolving Door, and in my opinion, it's just as good as Butterfly. Um it's just got like after the each chorus it like pauses and there's like these sex sounds for no reason whatsoever. And I feel like if they had left that out and the the lyrics had been a little more clean at the end of the song it could have been just as big as butterfly so you should go listen to it it's a pretty good song
0: you know what i did not ha- expect him to have an answer that quickly. i had it ready
1: that was awesome <laughs> this
0: kid is so mature i love him he's gonna be my <laughs> best friend
1: but i don't know if you had asked me like to to name a song that had been tweaked from like this generation i wouldn't even be able to tell you a song from this generation like mm. i don't i don't listen to any music that any of my friends do i listen to nineties and early two thousands and that's it. Awesome right now. Bad Wolves. Yes. Uh Tommy Vex, their singer, yeah. was actually in a band uh called Snot that I really liked. Uh their singer Lynn Strait like died in ninety <clears> eight <throat> and um Tommy Vex filled in for a little while and this was before he was famous in Bad Wolves. And um yeah so I, I know him from that and they also have got the cover of uh Zombie by mm-hmm. the cranberries and his his voice sounds amazing on that song. I really like it.
0: So I, had, uh, so I had Bron Daler, the drummer from Mastodon, on the podcast. Oh, wow. And it was fun. It was, we we did a live podcast at the brewery. Then I'm interviewing Tommy Vex one time for the radio station. Oh, you
1: interviewed Tommy Vex? Yeah, we you know was That's great. pretty cool.
0: And, uh, and I was telling him how I met Bron at a strip club. Mm-hmm. That's how me and him met. <laughs> and Tommy was like, dude, when I come to Atlanta, we're going to a strip club, me and you. <laughs> And I'm like, I can't imagine what you know. He doesn't drink, but I bet he still parties like crazy. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, me and, me and him were supposed to go to a strip club last year. It Didn't happen. it? Did happen. I'm very upset about that. You should hit
1: him up again. But I tell me what the
0: fuck, man. <laughs> we we're supposed to go to the Claremont. No, they're they're killing it. That band is, uh, and a lot of them like a lot of bands today. They're writing songs like really inspirational songs mm-hmm. that have to deal with addiction and mental awareness. Yeah.
1: No, I've listened to some of their stuff. Um, it's yeah. Exactly what you said. It's pretty good. So what's next for Student Driver? Wow. Um, Well, assuming I go to college here, like even if I do go to college far away, I'm going to keep this band going um, because I feel and I just printed up 100 T-shirts with our name on it. So (laughs) (laughs) I've got to keep it going. Pretty committed. Yeah. I don't know, though. The we're we're going to (coughs) do. summertime when the all the music festivals roll around we're gonna start doing uh performances out in the street just like we set up we did it for music midtown last year we just went and set up in the street so when the festival let out there was like several thousand people walking by Mm -hmm. and we got a ton of promotion (coughs) from it some new fans from it too and uh we're hoping to do that again but we're gonna do shaky knees music midtown and um bonnaroo and we're gonna and there's a music festival in Alabama called hangout. And we're just going to drive to these festivals and set up outside. So when the festival lets out, we'll play in front of all those people. But that's the plan,
0: (laughs) man. The magic of what I love about, about you, Jackson, damn it. I said it for a second time, Mr. Foster. (laughs) Well, now I respect it. Now I'm just going to call him Jackson. Sorry. You have that Tenacity. You know, but that also comes with your age uh, being your age. You're at the age where you're just balls to the walls. Like, you know, yeah, don't care. Go after that's the time to do it. So thank you.
1: Yeah, it definitely borders <clears> on <throat> the it's on the border of insanity. Sometimes like my my seven dust camp out was a little insane. <laughs>
0: <laughs> were but, you were scared at all doing that or? Worried? um?
1: Yeah, I mean, it it, w- it wasn't that bad because it was like, you know, in front of the tabernacle, you're right there by centennial uh olympic park which is kind of a you know it's a tourist area so even at night there's like police in the area and stuff so it wasn't that bad but it was there was definitely some nervous moments um i brought my dog out there with me actually the weather was really nice so i was able to do that and uh but the first night though it was a little rainy and everyone was like messaging me like you're abusing your dog like <laughs> but <laughs> it was, a, I think he liked it though. Cause uh, his whole life he's inside all the time. So this was definitely a change of pace for him.
0: <laughs> so you live with your parents and you're still at home right I now. I do. Yeah. Obviously being in high school, why would you live anywhere else? Yeah. So do you, do you practice, where
1: do you practice the band? So I live with my mom in Roswell, but the band practices um, at my dad's house in Alpharetta, which is like right across the street from Avalon. It's in that area. Mm-hmm. Um, and his house is like really close to the neighbor's houses. So I don't know how much longer we'll be practicing there. <laughs> but, uh, yeah.
0: So who do you know? Who do you know in a, the Atlanta scene? What bands?
1: Um, I know fury and few. I know you had them on here. Those are my boys. Yeah. They're pretty cool. Um, I know, I know a lot of teenage bands. Um, but I, They're. I don't know if you'll know any of them. Probably not. But dart Vice. shout out to all, all my boys in dart and vice, <laughs> Um, I don't know. There's not that many teenage bands. No,
0: well, one thing it. I'll give you advice for going into the Atlanta scene, get to know as many bands as you can, not yeah. just in your genre or, or whatever. Like, you know, there's such a community here. And since I've started the podcast yeah, three years ago, I mean, it's just bands here. They're friends. They talk, they support each other's shows. There was a big show last uh, Saturday night at Smith's Old Bar that mm-hmm. tons of bands were in attendance.
1: For. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I love the community. And there's a ton of other bands that I know but I'd be sitting here forever naming them. But, uh, I know a lot of the bands were very, the other local bands were very supportive when we did our camp out. Cause we did this thing where, uh, like I was camping out, but in order to keep interest, we interviewed all these other bands. Like, I don't know if you know, we were, we were going to do an inter- interview with Fury and Few, but that didn't work out. And, uh, but I interviewed this band calm and I don't know if you know them and, uh, by star and like 10 other local bands. And, uh, I actually never uploaded some of the interviews. I think they're pretty mad about that. But yeah, it's right, definitely a, a great scene.
0: You're a smart kid. Uh, you really answered the the question I asked really quickly. So I want to ask you some more because I'm interested to see what your fucking answers are. All right, <laughs> what do you like to do that is traditionally considered
1: feminine? This is rapid fire. Oh wow. Um. Oh. I don't. I don't know. I, really, you got the first one, the first try. Well, now? that was a lucky question. That I don't. <clears throat> maybe. I like romantic comedies. I'm. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I, I love me a rom com. No, comedy. I mean, I'm. I'm very secure in my masculinity. If there was something I did that was feminine, I'd tell you. What but are you I saying right now,
0: Jackson? <laughs> you, you misogynistic bastard?
1: <laughs> no, I don't know. I can't think of anything. If If I can, I'll let you know. All right. Um.
0: God, you really ruined the the sequence there. <laughs> God, i got to go over my questions. Hold on. Good thing I can edit. What movie do you wish life was more like?
1: Uh, Avatar, that would be, that'd be really oh, cool. Oh, that
0: was a lame answer.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, I mean, Avatar was pretty cool. All right, if you could learn only one... Mat- wait, 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 hold up. What's oh. the rock movie? Um, School of Rock, how those kids... Okay, that was freaking unrealistic. Those kids didn't even play an instrument... And then within, like, a few weeks, they were, like, playing in front of a thousand people at this performance that Jack Black set up. Like, what? I try my hardest to get people to show up to our shows, and um, the, he, there was just a thousand people there. Like, I, can, I can't swing that. Um, So that was pretty crazy. i like it if, like, life was like that movie. That would be pretty
0: cool. Next place in Atlanta you want to play that you haven't yet.
1: Next place? Um... Well, the Tabernacle is one, but I don't think that's going to happen for a while. Other than that, I'd say um, Vinyl
0: or Terminal West. Yeah, Vinyl's great. That's a cool. Mm -hmm. That's a cool little spot.
1: Yeah, definitely. All
0: right. uh, If you could learn only one magical spell, but it could only do something very mundane, what would it be?
1: Oh, (laughs) (laughs) he was so confident the first time. Well, yeah, I had that answer ready to go. Magical spell. I, that would be cool if I could like fly. Is that, is that's not that that mundane. That's cool. Like mine's like oh mundane is something like, like, I, I turn
0: the TV on with your mind.
1: Oh, if I could. Okay, maybe if I could like clap and my car would turn on, or something.
0: Clap and your car turn on. <laughs> or Ooh, like no, a, no, 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 that's um, something
1: else. Or, no, 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 if you could, like, you know how they make those new cars where you put your foot underneath the lift gate and when you've got your hands full and the back opens <laughs> yeah. up? If I could just, like, think, like, because a lot of time I have my hands full with music equipment and, my, you know, if I put my foot up, which my car can't even do that, but if I put my foot up, uh, I'd get off balance and I'd fall down because I'm clumsy. But uh, if I could just think for the car to open, that would be cool.
0: That was a good answer. I'm going to give you that. That was fine. Props to you, Jay. I drag. earn back
1: your respect.
0: What do most people think about you that is absolutely not true?
1: Um, oh God. Um, I, I don't know. I don't have an answer for that. Most people think I'm cocky. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. They think that about me too. <laughs> Jackson's man. Our confidence. Jacksons are out. Why is your hand over
0: your mouth? I am not cocky. I am confident. Okay. All right. <laughs> go to the other room. You want to go to timeout? No. <laughs> She's going to beat my ass later for saying that. No <laughs> All right, what are two things you should know how to do but don't?
1: Oh, um uh, whistle and um play the guitar. Uh, you're just a singer. Yeah, I I can sing, rap and play drums. Um but I cannot play the guitar.
0: Oh, you can play drums.
1: I can. Yeah, I actually started off on the drums. Um for most of my for most of the time I've been a musician, I played the drums and I still love playing the drums. I'm um, definitely much better at it than I am at singing, <laughs> but um, yeah, I I've got into singing like two years ago. Or it's not even singing that I like so much. It's just the energy of being a frontman and being able to run around on the stage. But uh, I still love playing the drums. I was actually in another band for a little while where I played the drums. Uh, but that I'm not in that group anymore. I was removed from office.
0: That group fell through. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Would you rather be rich or famous? Ooh, famous. I'm going to have to say, I,
1: I don't know. I don't know. I mean, most people that are famous okay. are rich. If yeah. I could be like, if I could be famous and then once I hit like a certain age, like 40 we'll say, then I no one would remember who I was and then I could be rich. That would be perfect because then I could have privacy when I was older and my kids wouldn't be like spoiled little brats because like their anything? dad was famous. So that would be ideal. It's
0: already thinking of being a father. (laughs) (laughs) You and the girlfriend need to slow down there. All right. If you could uh, hear only one song for the rest of your life, what would it be?
1: Ooh. Um, anything off of either the significant other album by Limp Biscuit or, um, the head P.E.'s album broke. Best
0: drop the mic moment. It's a moment you were super (laughs) proud of.
1: Oh, (laughs) I don't know. Uh, maybe like if like something something bad happened if I roasted like an audience member or something if they were being a dick and then like I roasted them and then I dropped the mic like, that would be cool.
0: See, I was MC. I've, I've MC'd a couple times and I've gotten um, what, I've gotten not hecklers. I've had hecklers, <laughs> and I always That's think of the annoying. I like, always think of the good responses after. Yeah, after it happens, I'm like, damn it! I'd say I'll
1: say the stupidest thing in the moment. And then I'll be thinking about it for the whole rest of the day or even, like, the, that week. <laughs> and You and just, I'll, you just I'll come think,
0: up with that thing that it just
1: would have been perfect. Yeah, or I'll think of, like, ten things. I'll, I'll like, <laughs> obsess on it. But, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's see. Um, are you sure you don't want any of these donuts? They're pretty good. Give me a donut. All right. Nah. I'm just going to pass you the whole bag.
0: <sighs> Babe, you want a donut? <laughs> oh, there are they're li- many donuts. Yeah, they're the little munchkins. You're my little mind skin. There you go. Thanks. See, how he nervous. He does the
1: same thing I do. He puts his hand through his hair. Well, I t- okay, so I wear a hat most of the time, but when I take my hat off, my hair sticks up. So I have this fear all the time that my hair is still sticking up. So, yeah, that's why I do it.
0: We're that. the same person.
1: This is me. No, Now, you take your hat off. Does your hair stick up? Yeah, it does. But it's yours is a lot shorter, a lot shorter though, though right so now. it's not really a problem.
0: Yeah. No, when I was your age, um, I had, like, a man bun. You did? It was very long. It was very long. I I've to, had.
1: This is the longest my hair's been in a while. I usually keep it pretty short, but when I was, like— It's a nice mop. It's yeah, nice when mop. I was a freshman, though, I had my hair down to, like, here. It was pretty long. It was down to my uh, shoulders,
0: and that was cool. So what's oh, high school like these days?
1: Oh, it's lame. It's—I uh, I definitely—I don't, like—you know, like— Freshman through junior year, even or freshman and sophomore year especially, I was too worried about what people thought of me, and like all this shit. But uh, I finally stopped caring, and that's when it gets so easy, because like you don't worry about anybody but just yourself. Or well, no, that makes me sound full. You don't <laughs> you don't worry about what people think about you, and uh, so that's cool. And also like it, at this time in high school, um, I've got two of my courses online, so I show up first period. I play guitar. Uh, I'm in guitar class, and then second period gym, third period I have a free period, and fourth period I have a uh, lit, and then I go home. That's it. Whoa! I'm there for like four hours, and that's it. And I High go home. High school does know. online classes. They now? do. Yeah, it's pretty cool. What? <laughs> no shit. It's, oh. and that way I don't have to like hang out in the cafeteria because I get to have lunch at home. And getting to ditch the cafeteria has been one of the coolest experiences ever because I freaking hate the cafeteria. Ooh. It's always like, who do you sit with or like, like you're it's always judged by trauma. who you sit with. Yeah, you yeah, are. And important. I would always sit with the lame kids,
0: <laughs> <laughs> the band geeks. Yeah. No, man. Online courses. Wow. That was, was that offered to you? No, oh, we had to go. We had to, we had to go for all seven periods. Do you have freedom though in a high school anymore? I mean, we used to um, sign ourselves
1: out for lunch and like. Oh, take- you can't do that. When oh. when I lived, I lived in New Jersey for two years, uh, my eighth eighth grade and freshman year. And when I lived there, we had open lunch, so you could just like leave for lunch and then come back. But here, it's not like that at all. Um, yeah, there's not a lot of freedom. They they try and make you think there is, but there's not. Do you play sports? Um, no. The band honestly takes up uh, pretty much all my time. I used to play tennis. And then before that, I played baseball, and I still love watching baseball. Baseball is one of my favorite sports. Um, But I decided it was time to stop playing baseball when I played for, like, a full season, and I never hit the ball once at bat. I was like, all right, it might be time to stop this. (laughs) Time to switch my talents. Yeah. (laughs) But, no, I still love going to a Braves game every now and then.
0: Oh, Braves, you know, Rock 100.5, we carry the games
1: now. Oh, nice. We broadcast
0: them on on the air. So we, uh, we all have, we, when we signed the deal with them, we all got custom Braves jerseys with our names on the back. Oh, sweet. That was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Do, you, ha- love... do
1: you still have yours? Yeah. Nice? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I uh, used to live in Vinings, so I used to just walk to the Braves Stadium. Oh, those were the best when you could just walk there mm-hmm. and just catch a game, sit in the nosebleed seats. and
1: Yeah. I I didn't, yeah, I've sat, me and uh our bass player, Steven, actually went on a, trip to New Jersey, just me and him. Once again, awesome parents. The, the, it's easy to convince them to do stuff. <laughs> but me and him drove up there, and my stepdad lives up there, so we stayed with him, and we saw a Yankees game, and uh, which like I don't really care for because um, they're not my team. But like he's a huge Yankees fan, and so we sat in the nosebleeds. And there's actually a funny story behind this, and he'll hate that I'm bringing this up. But um, we stayed with my stepdad in Point Pleasant Beach, New Jersey, which is actually where I used to live. But it's a, it's like an hour and a half train ride to uh, Penn Station uh, from there. And then it's like a 45-minute s- subway ride to um, the Bronx where the stadium is. And so it's like two and a half hours, the whole trip. And so he really wanted to go to a game, and he bought tickets. And I was like, dude, I'll— I've used to live here, so I'll take care of all the directions and everything. You just get the tickets and tell us tell me when we need to be there. And so he did that and we got all the way there and we get off uh, we get off the subway and there's no one at Yankee Stadium and after two and a half hours of traveling and it turned out the game was the next day. so we got to do it all again the next day, which was very fun. Oh sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> all
0: right, next thing, plug whatever you want. Plug whatever I want. What's coming up for Student Driver?
1: Um, I guess people can keep an eye out for our uh, performances outside upcoming music festivals in the Southeast. We'll be announcing that. Uh, We got new merch, so you guys can find that on our... We'll have it on our Instagram. You can buy it at shows. Our upcoming shows are um, this coming Saturday, uh, February 1st, at the Back Room at Music Authority and coming... And then we have after that we have the His Rock Benefit Show, which is also incoming. Um, I'll be announcing the address later this week. And then at February twenty second we have Kapoor House, the house show we were talking about earlier, which is um, always a blast in Alpharetta. And our Instagram is Student Driver Band.
0: Well, I'm so impressed with you, man. <laughs> you're a cool dude. Yeah, man. Thanks. I, I, Thanks do you so want to do uh, possibly a solo rap thing? Or is that what you're thinking of?
1: That was the last thing that I wanted to do, but I will <laughs> I know you said you you like to rap
0: too, so I was wondering. Oh,
1: oh, I thought you meant okay, I thought you meant compu- something completely different. I thought you meant like rap right now with no beat and just no, like something no. cringy. Oh yeah. Yeah, like a rap career would be super cool. Uh I never really thought much into it. I've tried to do it like once or twice with um with uh this guy I know who makes like hip hop beats and then I don't know. Student driver always just wound up taking most of my time, but that's definitely something if I had the time I would love to do. Do you write? Uh, do well, I write my lyrics? Yeah. No,
0: but, are you I do you have rap songs that you've that you've written that you like haven't played at shows?
1: Oh, no. Um I I've started to and I've had like one or two rap songs and like with a beat behind it, but then I've wound up taking the lyrics from those songs and just using them in our <laughs> songs because I was too lazy to write new lyrics. So those songs, like, they do exist, but not really, just because I've ta- I'm already using the lyrics for something else. All right, you're going to critique
0: this, and people are tired of me playing it, <laughs> but I'm going to play this real quick. Hold on. Where's my voice memos? <laughs> Damn, I got too many apps here. Where the fuck's my voice memos? Don't you get an attitude with me, Jackson. Dude,
1: I'm still thinking about that, that voicemail you left me. Like, I've been thinking about that. For the, since whenever you left it, I've been thinking about it. It was the funniest thing ever. <laughs> you so, made my day. And that was pretty cool. I got to give it to you because you don't know me that well. And you, yeah, you don't really know me. And you put yourself out there with that funny voicemail <laughs> when I did, like, that was pretty funny. I enjoyed it.
0: I have no problem putting myself <laughs> out there. I can guarantee you that. Yeah,
1: it was awesome. All right. This, I was bullshitting one day at,
0: uh, at the studio and I recorded a rap song. Let me hear it. I'm that guy built so flying and so poached I don't know why I'm built so fly But I am no lot of my robot I'm road ride Huffy City on the peg you toast puffy, Cuff rolled up to my cat I see my ass bad but swag like Buffy Gotta be the one about the bullet I'm a sad but I could
1: Better about a man Even where I wanna be zen But I got a sad and sad about a day But I could, but I'd,
0: but I'd, but I'd get what I can I don't wanna wind up But I gotta with a bottle But I don't mind liquor Better cause I never got a coat I mean it's all figured out I'm sick now But I'm looking at the wall <laughs> me, the eye, I'm looking at the wall I'm looking at the wall I'm looking at the Pacific I'm looking at the guy But I got a lobotomy. I <laughs> get that I'm about to become a bit of an oddity when somebody gets a bit of
1: an oddity. <laughs> That's pretty me, good, though. Yeah, I like you it. You're
0: like, Gabrielle Sipbee. If you see me with the chickpea, no diggity, it'll be giggity, 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 giggity. No, did you freestyle this? Yeah. Above, woman that I love. Oh, shit. Uh, You're already get getting like me. But if my baby goes gay, I'll say, you go gay, baby. <laughs> <laughs> birth that bitch. Birth that kid. Screw police.
1: Flip
0: that car. I don't want a Jesus. Bees out of front of Reese's Pizza and a kick cap off I want everybody focusing on getting me to let him in to kick in front of the better of innocent Americans. Ooh, did you make the beat? Or not my bedroom rocks in the beat. So. There's yeah. a knocking when I sweat my socks. I'm popped for the level of sex. From the tip of my toes to my head to my gorgeous knees. Oh. Oh. <laughs> fuck. No, I'm just kidding. No, so I, I didn't freestyle that. Sorry, I, didn't, uh, I was confused with what you meant. I got those lyrics online and, oh, then, okay. and then I found a beat and I, I know I didn't, I wasn't on beat,
1: but I was just bullshitting one day. What were you saying though? Like I, I, I could, under, I didn't understand. That's the beauty of it, man. That's what you'll come to find in the rap world. Well, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta share with you some of the lyrics that I write because they're either really serious or they're really freaking stupid. It's whatever comes to my head. We've got this new song called Novocaine, mm. um, and uh, seating. A, okay, so here's the lyrics for the second verse: seating a meeting. Well, where is my greeting? Look at your people; they are depleting. Drinking hot chocolate to go on the road, haha! <laughs> Inside joke in a can in a pan in your mama's motherfucking van because we're living the rap rock lifestyle. That's right, child. It's time to fight now. Student drivers the second heart attack that you don't come back from. So step back, get back, 3, 2, well. That's right, we all of that. Brady roll, roll them over. Daniel Verge fold them fold them over. Doing heroin at Mickey Mouse's clubhouse. Wow. That that yeah. <laughs> it goes
0: that went all over the
1: place. Yeah, it it uh it you could say it's lazy writing, but it's just me having a little fun. It's got to be fun, man. You got to have fun with what you do, especially being an artist, you know? But and it's just hilarious cuz like nobody knows what I just said and it's pretty much a ton of nonsense or just inside jokes that no one knows and then just shout outs like with my friends <laughs> names in it. Like that's all that's it is. awesome.
0: <laughs> Well, dude, uh, loved having you on, man. This was awesome. Yeah, I had a blast. Thank you so much. And uh, next time, uh, I want to get y'all guys in here again. But next time, we'll do the uh, at least. Th- how many of y'all are in the band? There, there's like four or
1: five. We okay, kind of well, switch back and forth.
0: All right. Well, we'll have you and someone else in. Uh, <laughs> okay, next sweet. time, this would be cool, man. I want to come see y'all play. It really? Yeah, did.
1: definitely. Thank you so much for having me, dude. Uh, Jackson
0: Foster of uh, Student Driver. Next time, you got to do one thing for me. When you come on the Scope Podcast, you got to wear something tight, baby. (laughs) No one ever gets that. I said that one one time and it confuses everybody. But it's my final saying, so do it. Something tight. Something tight. What is that? Like tight clothing?